welcome to another podcast and today I have a guest who is a writer and an Andrew. editor. That's your name, right? Yes, yes. I am Andanji Wubanda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name is Andanji Wubanda. Yeah, yes. I, I, I find it very difficult to, to you know, um, pronounce. My name? Yeah. You just say and Anji. And Anji. And Anji. So it's Andanji, but it's an and uh, gee, it's very uh, easy ah, okay. if you think all about right, it like all right. that. So, um, we have talked for a long time. Uh, yes. You've come over to my office, we've, we've taken tea, we have taken coffee. Yes, yes. And we've talked about life. Yes. One of the think. things that uh, we've talked about is you uh, trying to find your space, uh, do the things that you love. Mm-hmm. And uh, I imagine that you love writing. Definitely. But then again... Uh, it's you did not you did not you did not start with uh, with with writing in college. What what did you do in college? Ah, uh, in college I did a science course, so yeah. biotechnology and biosafety. Yeah. Obviously, I I love science. Mm-hmm. Um, but writing also happened in campus. Yeah. How, yes. how so? so? So I was part of a school magazine, mm-hmm. and uh, of course I had started writing in in high school just small phrases but it's encompassed where i started to just really like write a proper article yeah yes i i, I wrote a few a few poetry a, a bit of poetry and uh, and short stories mm-hmm. in high school i think that is that is that is why i started um, you know um doing my writing and that is why i fell in love with writing mm-hmm. So so uh, I mostly I would just love I would just write love poems and uh, and short stories about village life and things like that. So when you're in college, what were you ri- when when you're in at the university, what were you writing? Um, I just I have never okay. I've tried doing poetry. I tried poetry and discovered that I am not a poet actually. Mm. <laughs> so yes, I started with uh, just small. Uh, what I would call poetry, but they were not because mm. I feel like there's some art form to poetry. Mm. And then I just went into writing articles for the school magazine and mm. then just it took off from there. Mm. So my writing, uh, yeah, I'll say I started with some shitty poetry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, and then you, 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 you were done with the, with the university you, then you, you did not go into, you did not practice what you, what you studied. Um, yes. So when it when it comes to science courses, uh, what happens is that you like you have to. You can't just be a, like a degree holder mm-hmm. and become like a scientist. Yeah. You have to do a master's. You have to do a PhD. So I had to to make that decision. You, you, of, you didn't know this when you were starting. No, I I knew that I wanted. So there were three things that I wanted to do when yeah. I started out. So I wanted mm-hmm. to be a scientist. I wanted to do psychology, and I wanted to do a, to to be a journalist. Mm-hmm. Those were three things. Mm. So uh, when I finished campus, it was like, okay, I've done the, the, the science thing and I can always come back to it if I need to. Mm. So it's time to do something else. Mm. So I did banking actually. And then <laughs> after, after, after campus, I did banking for a year. And then now I went. Yeah, there is a writing. course called banking. No, 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 banking. Like I worked in a bank. Oh, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> yes. all right. Oh, you worked in a bank. Yes, yeah, so I worked in a bank, and then I left the bank, and then just went into writing full time. Mm. Yeah. And then, um, and then you started working for the magazine that I've always uh, loved. Yes, True Love magazine. So mm. yes, I joined True Love as an intern. 
Mm-hmm. And then became a writer and then eventually an editor. So it's been a very nice, interesting journey. Yeah. By, by the way, very interesting for me. Mm. So what have you what are some of the things, the highlights that now that now now you're not you're you've you've left uh, true love? Yes I have. Yeah. I've just like it's a week right now. <laughs> but it's just, it has been such a journey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think the highlights for me would be like meeting women who have phenomenal stories, you know, yeah. uh, people who you would not normally talk to. And I'm not talking about just the cover because the cover is celebrities, but mm. women inside the magazine who are doing ordinary amazing women. things. Yes, ordinary. Like everyone is ordinary. Um, but yes, like <laughs> people who are doing things for this society, people mm. who have a lot of story that you you just need stories you just need to sit down and just listen to them mm. so it's been such a good good yeah. journey for me so mostly you have been doing the writing um, you know profiling people oh, okay so yes mm. basically yes uh, it's uh, you speak to people you mm. do uh, uh, lifestyle uh, pieces yeah yeah so it's not just people it's people health uh, all those things yeah, did, did, is there creativity in writing this kind of, uh, oh, you know, non-fiction? I, 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 I have read a lot of uh, beautiful uh, non-fiction from, uh, you know, uh, magazines such as the New Yorker, mm-hmm. Washington Post, mm-hmm. the New York Times. Um, I have, as, as a fiction writer myself, I have really wondered how people do creative uh, non-fiction. I have always wanted to be a creative, uh, to write uh, non-fiction, mm-hmm. but creatively. Of course, you've tried. You've you've tried writing fiction, have you? Yes, I do fiction. You I do write fiction. fiction. So, yes. what is the difference uh, between between uh, what what is the difference that you've seen and how you write between uh, writing non-fiction and writing fiction? Okay, so fiction, uh, there's. This time that goes into fiction because you have to come up with all these things mm. as opposed to if you're interviewing some someone and you have to creatively write it, mm. you already have half your work done yeah. because it's their story. So it's just you finding the best way to tell the story. Mm. So I do understand when you say that uh, you don't specifically see the creativity in maybe a magazine piece, right? Yeah. yeah. But I can assure you coming up with an opening for yeah. a story, yeah. like a punchy opening. Yes, 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 it yes. takes me days to write a cover, just the opening of a cover story, Yeah, to make this person, uh, for you to be interested in this person's story, yeah. there has to be like a, like a perfect opening, yeah. right? So you spend time just trying to fabricate that. Mm, uh, is mm. it fabricate or you yeah, just yeah, coming yeah. up? Come with, up with it. With, fabricate with it. it. So it's, Panel it's, beat it. Yeah, so there is where the creativity comes in. And also, uh, you don't write the way you speak like this. Like the conversation is not going to flow mm. the same way you had the interview. Yeah. So coming up with ways to just twist and turn everything. To fill the gaps. Yes, fill the gaps. Make everything flow, you mm. know. Because mm. people don't tell you at it from beginning to end, like this is my story from beginning to like I was born here and then everything flows like that. Yeah. They will come, they are talking about their high school life and then immediately they say, oh, you know, I was married when I, you know. Yeah. So you have to piece all these things and come up with a flow. Mm. 
so there's creativity in in that way a lot of creativity and i see some people yeah. always talk about the surrounding they talk about the home of the person that they are going to be that interviewing mm-hmm. they're talking about how they carry themselves how they walk across the across the, the, the across the you know the the living room mm-hmm. uh, floor uh the kind of hair did you do you do that kind that kind of uh, that kind of, of okay of, so yes for yeah. for the magazine you you can do that but mm. then there's a limit because for a magazine article you can't go past if it's a cover story you can't go past say 4500 words yeah so it limits all the descriptive things you can ever say mm. as opposed to someone who but you can you can you can decide to be descriptive and remove things a lot of other things that were that, uh, that were said i mean you're the one who is in charge yes. of this story. so yes so it's it's actually a personal choice in mm. a way and it's also guidelines mm. so for a magazine writer there's uh, you have to follow the style so mm. the style dictates the things that need to be in that magazine mm. and then you have to follow your personal uh writing personal yeah. style so you'll find like two writers two editors do not write the same way yeah the same story they don't write the same way mm. but then when you look at uh say a true love uh article Mm. you will see that okay this is actually a true love article mm. because of those small things that must be there yeah yeah editorial yes editorial style it's called uh, the magazine style magazine style yeah the well, house style like sorry, for, like for example style. what is the house style for 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 true love what are some of the 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 things that have to be there okay so when you're talking to say a woman you have to 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 get their if they have kids you yeah. have to include that they have kids like yeah. even if it's uh, Maureen 5 mm-hmm. not the both names because sometimes there is yeah. a problem with that and then the introduction there has to be an introduction and it has to be like this mm-hmm. uh, body obviously those ones are no more mm-hmm. yes there there's some styles that we need to follow house styles mm-hmm. yeah and then you write your stories and then edit them yourself So as an editor mm. I look at other people's work mostly mm. Mm. like that is my work mm. the only thing that I do wo- that I did was just write cover and maybe one or two pieces but mostly it's editing other people's work mm. yeah so now there is where I come in with the the force of god and say you know what <laughs> it doesn't fall follow the style you know so um, those people like i'm sending it back you did not do 1 2 3 mm. there is no mentioning of uh, these people there's no personalizing their story you know all those things are you sticking to either it's that person is it first person all those things i and it's the part of uh, editing that i really really hate of of, of editors mm-hmm. the idea of sending you back mm-hmm. to to make changes and um Well, uh I think we should listen to our editors. Mm-hmm. Uh sometimes they tell us impossible things and uh, in a manner that it's telling the writer you're moving away from what you wanted to say because the editor wants you to say a certain thing. Mm. And I know a lot of people who have uh, disagreed completely and communication uh, breaking down because they don't want to It is different for me as a as a as an as a an independent writer an independent mm-hmm. publisher who publishes his own books the the, the editor would uh, the editor would tell me the things that they think they feel mm-hmm. very strongly that this has to be changed mm-hmm. or this story has to go this way yes so i i i usually 
when I refuse, I refuse. I, I say, this is my book. Uh, you're an editor. You just this is this is the direction that I want to take. Yeah. So that is fine. But then again, I I think that for people who are working with publishing houses, I think it becomes tricky yeah. when you insist on a particular route, mm-hmm. and uh, the house is saying that this is where we want to go. Do you find that a lot? Where the the writer is telling you that you know, uh, I don't think. I don't think what you're telling me to do is the right thing. Yes. So, um, first of all, being an editor is a very thankless job. Unless mm. you're an Aventor or you're working for, for, I don't know, a magazine or something. No, mm. Not even a magazine. Like, it's a very thankless job in the sense that if you look at a book, mm. do you always say, hey, this is a nice book, nice editor or nice editing? Do you do that or you automatically say, oh, Jagero wrote a very nice book, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So the editor is always like behind the scenes in whatever form that you, in whatever form of writing. Mm. Is it a magazine? Is it what? The editor comes after. Mm. Like now when people are looking at the grammatical mistakes, it's like, okay, did this guy have, a, have an editor? You yeah, know? that's that's when... That's, that's when... the only time that you, when, you, when you're seeing problems. Mm. Now, the work of, a, of an editor is to show you like they are thinking about the end user mm. they're not think so it's a it's a it's a bridge maybe to maybe that is the word between you the writer mm. and your audience mm. so yes you have written your book mm. and this is why you need to listen sometimes to your editor because yes, you've written yes, your yes. book but yeah. they're thinking about the end user yes they're not think so what is the proper way or the proper the most effective way to get your message across to this person. Yeah. So I will come and say, you know what? You have written in the first person, but I don't connect with it. Mm. So just change it into third person. Mm. And we've had that pushback with a lot of people. Mm. So it's like, um, but I, you have to be very careful to not uh, put your voice into, into, into someone's writing, mm. like changing a writer's voice. Mm. Uh, so you have to, as an editor, you have to be very careful about that. Mm. So for me, the rule that I had mm. in, the, in the magazine was that if I change too much, yeah. then the byline has to change. Yeah. What does it change to then? So it, comes, it becomes mine. Yeah. If I change too many things and mm. it no longer reads as you, then it has to be me. Do you do you, do you talk with the with the writer and ask him whether? Oh, definitely. We have we always have to have that conversation. Mm. Like it has to be like an open uh, conversation. So we, we we are talking and I'm saying these are the changes that I would want mm. you to do. I see. I, I see some. I see some um, some magazines mm. or some newspapers saying additional additional writer or write work or this person was especially i see it a lot with the athletic mm-hmm. which is a soccer a soccer magazine mm-hmm. in the united in the united kingdom mm-hmm. what they do is that uh, if somebody has been very heavily involved in a book in a in um in, in an article then they say uh additional 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 words mm-hmm. from such a person you guys don't do it in magazines no no for magazines it's very hard to say additional information was from this because obviously you don't want to make this person feel like they're inferior of course yeah you don't want to bring that idea that the writer did not do their job so you'd much rather do a different article mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and just uh, change it up and then also we have very strict we had very strict timelines so you cannot afford to do the back and forth with with the articles and our articles are like one page two pages yeah so changing in it into a different byline that is totally okay it's fair it's almost fair yeah right but if it is a written like it's a written 
research based thing mm. that someone spent hours on this days months you know you cannot just change someone's byline mm. obviously yeah yeah okay. so that one you might say additional information was mm. or you can just direct them to to get this information yeah yeah do they have to go back to the to the to the to the interviewee um i have had times where i've told people to go back because write them can, an email for clarification yeah because you see you cannot make up words if someone gets sued and this has happened a lot actually even in international media like someone comes out and say say i did not say this thing i did not say yeah mm. so what happens you added some words so for mm. me it's if you if something is not clear you have to go back to the source of the of the of the story mm. and people are usually very open to clarify things mm. yeah you'd much rather spend time clarifying than saying something that is untrue mm. yeah okay You, there are things that you wanted to ask me about a fiction and about my books. Yes. So, um, <laughs> you do a lot of fiction. Mm. Uh, do you think, I, I have had people talking about uh, fiction is steeped into real life. Mm. How true is that for you? I think it is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the things I've written about are things that I see every mm. day. Like, for example, my my first book is basically about the things that I used to see every day. They're my tattoo Uh, industry I was living in Kawangware and I was going to school in town mm-hmm. so the book was basically inspired by the kind of pickpocketing I saw in the matatu the kind of uh, of 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 how the, the the guys change matatu prices you know you go to town for 30 shillings you come back at 60 if it rains it becomes 100 mm-hmm. i i saw uh, matatu drivers being pulled by the by the roadside by the mm-hmm. traffic cops yeah so and then if you look at um, my book called uh, the why the hospital corridor is white it's about women and and how apparently they're supposed to be only married to men mm-hmm. and then some men then Uh, turn around and complain that oh look i thought you were married to me but now it seems that you are you're married to true love because that's where you spend all your time that's that's, that's those are the people that you listen to mm-hmm. you see uh so that is that is that is something that i see that's something i hear the rwandan story is is, is based on shades of reality things that actually happened there but now the characters are not actually uh, 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 true people uh, they, they are not they, 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 they were not there physically or they are they're, they're characters that I came up with but some of the things that happened to my characters actually happened to people in real life mm. so uh, fiction uh, fiction fiction has a root somewhere it you know well, you can decide to to let it go and fly but it patches somewhere on some some sort of reality mm-hmm. some sort of thing that uh, yeah mm. like the book I'm writing about the, the story I'm writing about right now is about something that I was told by a lady I was told by a lady and then I told her that uh, you know what I would write I would like to write fiction around this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fiction fiction and non-fiction are are, are joined at the hip I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're writing a fictional story, how mm-hmm. much of you is in this story? Because we've had arguments where people yeah. would write something about say pedophilia or something about being violent to women yeah. and then uh, now it's a fictional story obviously. Mm-hmm. But then people are going to say then there's a you in the story i i remember there is a story in the united states mm-hmm. that uh, revolves around an, a guy that uh, that was molesting women uh, i think he was abusing women and then he was writing a lot about those things mm-hmm. and people some 
yeah. Um, I think I think I think the me in that story is sometimes I don't think you can run away from those from the stories that you write. Mm -hmm. You know, but sometimes you pick a story and uh, and write something that not completely relate to you. Mm -hmm. I think you can. The, the, especially, I think I think where you catch writers is in the dialogue, hmm. the things that the characters say, that are quoted in dialogue. The dialogue part of I think that is it is very difficult to. There are things you can they, 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 there's that temptation, mm -hmm. yeah, to actually say things in dialogue that you believe in, things that you want to put across, mm -hmm. or the things that um, the things that some people believe in. So you can you can say things that people believe in to progress a story or things that you believe in. Mm -hmm. But mostly 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 it is not. Mm -hmm. Like So what you're saying is that you can't separate the art from the artist, can you? Uh, I think you can. Mm -hmm. you, th you 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 really you really really can because there are, there are things that I've written about that I've never thought about doing in my life. Okay. Yeah, completely. Mm -hmm. I find them disgusting. The things that some of my characters do or say, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but you, 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 you obviously. I think, I think, I think you can be able to separate. Um, sometimes they come very close, mm -hmm. and sometimes they, they even. I think it depends from one writer to the other. There are writers that uh, that are out to to say the things they believe in their art. Okay, so so is it safe to say that um, you can you there's a piece of you in your writing? There is, but your writing is not hundred percent you. Yeah, that's that's. I think I think I think to be it is very it's to be honest that is that is true. You there there are people who have told me that there are things in my books that 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 they have talked to me about in real life and they 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 they, they stumble upon them in my, in my books. Mm -hmm. So I. I <laughs> So how do you defend that? Like if I come and tell you, oh, you know, this happened to me, and then you write it in a fictional story, uh, do I have a claim to to like, I don't like, know, like like like, like for example, I I I I want to. There there are, there are ideas. Mm -hmm. I think I would call them ideas. Yes. That, or an inspiration mm -hmm. that you've you've seen and now you're writing about. Uh, because, for example, the story that I'm telling you about that I'm writing is about is about married women and um, and and sex toys. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so this lady told me about uh, how married women have got lots and lots of sex toys that the the, the, the husbands that but the that the husbands never see. Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And uh, she told me about the addiction of the of the of the sex toys mm -hmm. and uh, how women go at length to have up to twenty of them, mm -hmm. and the husband has never seen them, and they have been in a marriage for 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 up to ten years. So it's not uh, couples that play together, stay <laughs> together. <laughs> I think I think, in as far as sex is concerned, it's uh, it's it's. I think I don't know. Sometimes I feel like uh, men don't know a lot, and there is there is there is so much they can do about about sex. Uh, it 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 is obvious now that that that, that the demands of women in as far as tech, sex is concerned is, mm -hmm. is 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 most of the times beyond what men. Can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, 
back to to your story <laughs> before this turns into a sex podcast it can't somewhat lie yeah so so that is the that is the that is that is that is the that's the thing that i that i see most of the time mm-hmm. um you know i'm i'm asking that because i have mm. struggled even writing like a facebook post because if i write it and i spoke to some you know sometimes you can speak to someone and then you get inspired yeah and then tomorrow you want to write this post but mm. then it's like if i write it mm. uh jerry uh, is going to think that i'm speaking about her Mm. yes right mm. yes, yes 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 so that that aspect of you know where is the trust where is the line where is the word or is it that good fiction is that or everything goes i i think that like inspiration uh, for example for example you you see this this particular fiction story that i'm going that i'm writing about um, toys and, and marriage mm-hmm. i had to speak with her mm-hmm. to ask her that uh, there is an angle i'm going to give this story i'm not going to tell your story all the way her story goes is not how my story is going to go okay. it's going to take a completely different tangent mm-hmm. but it's only nice sometimes to to, 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 to tell people that, that mm-hmm. if especially if somebody told you a very intimate story you know and if it's the the theme of the of the of the fictional work right yeah. like if it's the main thing yeah you're talking about but yeah. if it's just in passing you can just do the way uh, novels say everything here is a work of fiction and if it resembles <laughs> <laughs> it's completely coincidental right? yeah so, so so like like is there a is there a story that you're going to be to be to tell that has never been told i don't think so yeah i don't think so 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 even even but face but social media is even strange because um you can talk about something and then somebody thinks that you're talking about something because of what you talked about yeah. well it's completely different mm-hmm. i have uh, seen that in the family or among friends mm-hmm. whereby you put up a post and then somebody uh inboxes and tell you so we talked and then you went and put it on social media but then but then sometimes it's not just that at all yeah yeah you see so like uh it's difficult to 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 do these things especially and and that goes even to writing like how do people differentiate me from Udo Jagero and the work of art that I even write on Facebook mm-hmm. for example you know I'm a Christian I go to church and uh, I have a group of uh, friends who are Christians and most of the time mm-hmm. they disagree with my work of art mm-hmm. you see and uh, I find it I find it difficult to stop because um this is life and uh, the things that i talk about happen to them the things that i talk about affect them mm-hmm. but yet they don't want me to speak about them for even, for example for example christians have sex mm-hmm. but they don't want you to talk about sex mm-hmm. you see yes they use sex toys but they don't want you to talk about them on facebook that's true you know mm-hmm. or they don't want you to 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 to, to call um the part of a, of a, of a human body by the name Mm-hmm. you know but just even the name is the name is, is scientific you know yeah, so 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 it's it is for writers it's yeah sometimes difficult it's it's a difficult place especially a writer in africa isn't it yes 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 <laughs> where you are where you are shadowed by culture and you're shadowed by yes by a lot of people that are close and to you and family respect and family yeah. all those things yeah like yeah. like like kenyans are into the act porn but have you ever seen a kenyan who is I mean I I I saw the Nigerians that have started acting porn but they they blur the faces of the people acting the acting porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
my god then art art is just it's interesting when it comes to art and culture i, I just don't know whether her phone is art <laughs> it is it is an art form isn't it okay what is art then i don't know <laughs> like if it's if it's uh, something that you don't agree with is it still art or like what what how do you define art actually that is a good question how would you define art art is very difficult to define mm-hmm. like this especially in this day and age mm-hmm. art has become very difficult because uh, the counseling uh, counsel him is now into art mm-hmm. so Sorry, you, the what counsel Cancel the artist. Cancel cult- oh. uh, uh, canceling culture, canceling oh, the artist, okay. or whatever. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. So I don't know even how to how to define art mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. because it's like people were saying that Netflix should not have. Um, there is a there is a movie that mm-hmm. Netflix has called Cuties. The the pedophilic kind of. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes. But I don't know how, how, why people say that. Mm-hmm. Because then, um, do you think it is art what they did? Wow. So <laughs> for me, pedophilia is a very big thing. Yeah. I, 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 I would not support it in any form. Yeah. Um, but then there's that question of uh, how do you, like, the, if it's not for you. Is it still art? Yeah. Right? Mm. So I don't know. I wouldn't watch it, obviously. Be- be- and then somebody posted it and said that these people, um, that, that Netflix is tolerating mm-hmm. pedophilia. And then I asked, but when people are killed in the movie, does, is Netflix tolerating murder? Mm-hmm. Because then, because, because if you show that, can you show in a movie that a, a kid is being molested? Yes. No. Actually, there's something... Okay, so... I don't know. You, you I don't can know. only... Even, even in writing, yeah. uh, there's testfully depicting all these things. So you can only show the after, but you can't show when they are being molested, you know? Even rape. Like, yeah. unless... Okay, there's but some they, they that show, show, they show rape. But, but when you're even writing a book about rape, you'll find people fi- uh, getting the, the character after the event. Yeah. Or relieving. Not, 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 not showing not, the everything. Not, not showing the erotica in rape. Yes, exactly. So, and, and that is probably where I would have a problem with even a show like this because it's romanticizing some aspects. Yes, you can talk about this mm. is something that happens, like young girls are being sexualized. But to go ahead and show us how, you know, mm. that is where now there has to be a line with that. Yeah. Because they, you don't know who's watching. You yeah. don't know if there's a 13-year-old who's watching and would want to do that because, you know, a 13-year-old doesn't understand maybe the reasoning behind the nini. Mm. They're just seeing 13-year-olds like them. Yeah. So that is where I'll have a problem. All right, all right. Like, I, get, I, get, I, get, I get the point. Yeah. I get the point how, how, how people... Are, but I'll have to watch that movie and see what they're, what they're saying around it. I watched a clip on Twitter, but... Uh, yeah, Did you, you, didn't, you didn't like what, what you saw? No, it was very... Like, those kids were extremely sexualized. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, twerking and all that stuff. And it's not even that movie that I have a problem with. It's still those Jamaican songs where kids dance, uh, dirty Mm. dancing, you know. For me, it's all those things. Yeah. So you can't just say uh, you're you're butt hurt because of one thing 
and then you can leave all these other things to to go scot free you can yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's there's so many lines you I know i get i get i get i get i get the difference i get yeah. the difference all right all right any other question that you wanted to ask um maybe uh you have four books right the fourth one is coming out yes 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 and uh, you have been on this journey of uh, self publishing mm-hmm. right like what is the biggest challenge that you've discovered that if i had gone route for being published yeah. would have been like what is the biggest challenge the biggest challenge in self publishing is um one i would, I would say quality mm-hmm. the second one i would say the cost mm-hmm. and cost and quality go together you know um and this is not this is not talking about uh, uh, i can talk about my books but this is self publishing generally mm-hmm. is that um for you to publish a book there are very strict um route that you have to take mm-hmm. like really really strict like editing has to be really done well and um the copy editing the back and forth and it's expensive to pay for proper editor to look at your book mm-hmm. and work with you maybe for three months around your book mm-hmm. you're going to pay top dollar for it and then after the editing you have to you have to lay the book you have to get a good graphics designer who's going to lay the book into pages and uh, and, and 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 creatively put it in a book form yes and then after you you have done that somebody has to read through it when it's in pdf mm-hmm. that uh, to make sure that uh, it's clean and um because sometimes you can print a page and you realize that this page doesn't follow this one yeah so you understand it because yes, you're in yes, you're in definitely. you're in uh, you're in, in publishing mm-hmm. at least you've been and then I still uh, am. yeah 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 <laughs> and then and then you 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 have to you have to get uh, a printer a good one and we discussed the printing yes the printing has to come out well and good printers charge uh, top dollar again for that yes. so that is the biggest the biggest the biggest um the biggest challenge with the, with self publishing mm-hmm. it's it's a very messy route mm-hmm. it's very difficult it's time consuming it's expensive and then uh, if the book cannot sell itself then you really can't sell yeah yeah because like myself the books that i have i have written have been sold because people have read them and have recommended them mm-hmm. because i don't have the muscle mm-hmm. to do proper uh, proper advertising proper marketing yeah. and i have zero distribution channels mm-hmm. so those are it is a very very tough um uh, but i would say that the returns are very good you mm-hmm. get 100% of the returns yes and if the book really really sells well and i'm happy that my books have sold really really well mm-hmm. i've not had a problem with selling mm-hmm. uh so that is the that is the that is that is the problem uh, around self publishing like quality. quality quality and wise. and and price and price yeah. okay so, and speaking about quality and just uh, getting a good editor i have seen uh like websites that are getting a lot of money because right now we have gone digital and everyone is just uh, doing uh, websites and uh, blogs and all these things and i think everyone needs like a proper editor not not necessarily someone who you even if it's your friend uh, let them just look at the structure the whatever you're earning money from your blog get yourself an editor you uh, have a book coming out let someone see your work uh, because you assume you're a good writer right everyone is a good writer actually mm. anyone can write mm. 
but I think the thing that separates uh, different writers is the editing process. Yeah. And uh, what I've come to realize is that very few people can self-edit perfectly. Perfectly yeah. in quotes, because obviously there's yeah. no perfect uh, editing. Very few people can do that. Mm. So if you know that you cannot do and you want to sell your work, then obviously yeah. get yourself an editor. Yeah. And, and that's true, because uh, even for me, somebody has, uh, somebody has to really come after me, mm-hmm. after my work, mm-hmm. and clean it up yeah. thoroughly. Because uh, I write very fast, and my, my mind is all over the place. And sometimes... Uh, uh, after I've written it, people have to really come with with wrecks and brooms and mm-hmm. and and do a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of cleaning of mm-hmm. my work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you now that you? What are you? What are you? What are you going into now that you have left uh, uh, True Love? True and, Love. And okay. now you're into. So I'm still doing a lot of. Uh, uh, I'm still into publishing. So I've started something called Kalahari Publishers. Uh, we're still doing. Is that so? Yeah. So we're starting foundational work and just yeah. getting into different things that we want to do. I am into tech, like I'm a tech enthusiast right now. I, I do something called Shukran for mm. creatives to at least get support from their fan base. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I have some few initiatives that I want to get into with just uh, some teenage girls or, mm. or, or women who are not uh, too... To my age, <laughs> like people who are young, young twenties, you know, like mm. is it young twenties? No, it's like what, nineteen what, what, twenty. What are you going to be doing with them? So, um, I want to do a lot of uh, things around sexual health, mm. um, and just so someone pointed out to me that we, when we we talk about feminism. It's usually about someone who's 25 and, and above who already has a job or whatever. No one talks about feminism in or, or uh, feminism, yes, with the young kids who are coming up. So mm. they are left to fend for themselves mm. and then eventually they are expected to know what they, they should be asking for mm. when they are older. Mm. So it's just to, to also just dip my my toes in trying to mentor some some girls okay yeah all right uh i guess that uh thank you very much mm-hmm. for coming over thank you for to, having me to have a chat mm-hmm. and i hope we can have more of these chats yes uh yes hopefully <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you very much listeners and i think that um bye for now we will catch up in the next episode yes bye bye bye